Joining us on the Thunderdome podcast, a guy who peeled off 21 carries for 170 yards and a couple of touchdowns in the big win this past weekend. The the home, or not the home opener, the season opener against the Calgary Colts. Uh, Ryland, you had to feel pretty good. I know that I know that you're probably going to say all the right things about the team first and all that, but I used to be a running back, not half as good as you, mind you. <laughs> But I used to be a running back, and you always want to get the touches, and you always want to pick up some yards. I know you do. How did you feel about your performance? You know, I felt good. I think that, uh, as you said, I'm going to talk about it, but as a group, we had a great practice. Our offensive linemen have so many guys who just work hard in the trenches, and our, our coaches put in a game plan that just they're exploiting holes, so it makes it easy for me. I know the big guys are putting in the work. All my job is to do is read the holes, and I was just uh, confident in my ability to hit them, run hard, make plays, and that's how you get big games like that. You know, you talk about something that I, I've been saying, you know, for years and years and years, and I used to tell this to the kids when I used to coach in RMF. The offensive line is is a, it, it, it's an unappreciated position, or maybe one that goes a little bit unrecognized and unappreciated by many, but it certainly does not for a quarterback and a running back because mm-hmm. let's be perfectly honest, Ryland, without that, it's almost impossible to win a football game if you don't get a push from the offensive line opening up holes for running backs and protecting quarterbacks. I mean, without it, there's zero chance of winning a game. 100%. I think that's your old line. I mean, it's kind of the heart and soul of the offense, right? And even the team. Um, the thing about the offense line, you know, you got five guys out there. They're playing as a unit. If one of them makes a mistake, it could blow the whole play. So they have to be on their game, play in and play out, not making any mistakes. So our offensive line, you know, you can see how mentally focused they are throughout practice, throughout games, and that allows us as running backs, quarterbacks, and receivers to get open and make those big plays. So huge shout-out to them. Now, when you prepare for a for a game like the one that you're going to play, for example, this week, I noticed that I'm out here watching practice, and you would never know – that you're going up against the team that just lost 50 to two. Like I thought it was almost as intense, if not more than the last week. And so that kind of tells me that there's an emphasis on not assuming anything, not thinking that, you know, any preconceived notions about an opponent and what may or may not happen. Like it's, it's, totally foot on the gas is that a fair read on my part absolutely i think that if you're stagnant and staying in the same place you're really regressing um as a team we don't want to get complacent we're trying to elevate our game every week you know i think of the mentality that the wildcats are going to be pissed off that they lost this big game i'm sure they're having intense practices getting yelled at by their coaches you know they're angry they don't want to have another game where it's a blow so they're bringing their game uh just keeping down the back of my mind we got to elevate and make sure that we match that energy push that standard and as the season goes on, teams get better. They learn more. There's more film out there. So we know that they have film on us that they can bring. So we're just trying to bring that energy. You know, I, I had to do a little bit of research on this because I just assumed by some of the numbers you're putting up that you're like a fourth or fifth year guy. You're only a third year guy. What the heck? You could be here for another couple of years. But that being said, you know, you were here with the program last year and a disappointing loss. And I'm going to talk to uh, Matthew Schill about this as well when I speak to him. But um I always feel like that there's if if there was even just a just a tiny little bit of extra motivation that there wouldn't have already have been anyway but there would have to be a little bit more knowing that there might be a little bit of unfinished business is that is that fair in the whole overall mindset of the season in general Absolutely I know you know when I came in as a rookie my first year we made it to the PFC championship we lost that last year we took the next step forward we made it to the national championship and lost so uh it, it's easy to get caught up in your losses but as a team you know we've been improving as an organization um instead of getting caught up and thinking about maybe how hurt it feels you know 
we use that energy to practice harder, watch more film, work out harder, take that next step. Because, you know, we really only lost the national championship by two points. It's not like it was a blowout game. So we just continue to get better every single day. We know we're going to take the right steps to get there and win it again. I'd like to ask you, actually both of you guys today, I, I feel like when I talk to players now, I want to kind of dig into their past a little bit and try to, you know, so the listener out there that's listening to the Thunderdome podcast you know, Ryland, learn about you guys as, as people. Did you play other sports growing up? Uh, what high school did you go to? When did you start playing football? When did you know that this was going to be something that you were going to probably do after school? Like, maybe just talk a little bit about, uh, you know, the, the history. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I went to Porcupine Plain Comprehensive School. I uh, played six-man football basically from grade 7 to grade 12. Uh, super small town way up north, about four hours from Regina. So I wasn't really recruited out of high school. Uh, the Rams were kind of looking at me, but they told me I could walk on. The Thunder gave me an opportunity, and kind of the rest was history. I just, uh, they made me feel welcome. Came here as a rookie, kind of fell in love with the organization. And uh, as far as other sports, I basically played everything you could imagine from basketball, hockey, uh, weightlifting, track and field. So in high school, I made sure, even swimming, I made sure to... Uh, everything i could i just i enjoy competing i enjoy getting outside and being active so to be able to do that after high school means a lot to me you know it's funny you bring that up because my son uh was on um scott's sons uh matthew and chase they played u18 together and you know we'd be sitting out watching a practice and all of a sudden scott would oh, hang on him and then he'd get his phone and he'd be out walking and he'd come back and they'd say hey what who are you talking to well we're kind of got our eye on a kid that's playing in in timbuktu yeah. and i'm thinking how does he even know these yeah. But like that kind of goes to show you that this organization, like the will, the the work that that people like Scott and others mm-hmm. are willing to put in to find those diamonds in the rough to kind of comb the province uh, to find guys that may not, you know, be on a lot of people's radar, but they're putting in the work. And you, I guess, you'd be one of them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, our head coach Scott McCauley, he's the most passionate head coach I could ever imagine. He he does everything he can to boost this organization forward and help them win so he's he's going to every length he can to find the players from wherever they are uh, i know he's a guy who looks for character not just uh raw athletes so he's he's really digging deep on people to find out will they fit in this program not just uh maybe talent wise but will they fit in the system will they fall in love with the culture so and not just scott you know other coaches and the board of directors on this team they they go above and beyond to find guys and i mean i know in the past they've had guys like ryland sokol who was the mvp uh, of the pfc you know he's from small town as well just finding gems from out of nowhere bringing them together making them love this program and it's really turned out well hey, it's been a pleasure getting to getting to know you maybe we'll talk again later awesome. this year uh congratulations on uh, the tremendous game uh, last weekend uh, against calgary and let's hope that there's more of those 170 yard games to come but more importantly let's go win a national championship this year yes sir i appreciate you all right thank you, thank you. bye